Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. And let me say one thing. There comes a time when sometimes we're sitting on our blessed assurance and we need things to do. Sometimes we need challenged. Sometimes we need to remember that there is a world out there that needs Jesus. Oh, the compassion of God just desires people to see a vision of what I have put in you that you can give to others. In your prayer time, in your faith life, in your offering help with putting your hand to the plow, and the compassion and the love that I can flow through you will amaze you. Will amaze you. It's amazing to see the compassion of God at work in this land in these last days. It's amazing to see the seed that will go forth and what I can do and what I can grow in a short amount of time. It's amazing. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So it's not about everything that we can do. It's about what he's doing through us. I believe that's what we just heard. Amen? His compassion. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. That means he's made us right. That's who we are. But sanctification and holiness and pureness is, is that righteousness working outside of us. It's really us giving to others. It's really us walking in love. It's really us walking in faith. It's really us using the fruit of the Spirit there in Galatians, right? And in our joy and our peace and our, in our love and our faith walk because, you know, uh, our, our faith works by love. But really our love works by faith. And all of the fruit of the Spirit work by that will of love and faith. Amen? So we are righteousness. It's just like you park that car in the garage and it's a Ford. It's still a Ford. We are righteous. Amen. And we're walking out that righteousness. But you, in order for that car to do anything, you got to start it up. You got to open up the garage. You got to get it out, take it on to Walmart or if you, you know, so that's that it's, 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 it's working out what it's made to do. We are in Christ. He lives in us and we've been made new creatures in Christ. We live in him. But what does that mean? We're going to find more out about that. So being in Christ means we now identify with the new nature, the God nature of the fullness of the God kind of life. And we have redemption benefits of that nature. Whatever we need, he has provided for us in a new nature through the death, burial, and resurrection. So in 2 Corinthians, in the Amplified 2 Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, 
If any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, see, we're engrafted in him when we receive him as our Lord and Savior, and really, he comes a part of us, we become a part of him. And the Spirit of Christ is inside of us, and then that new nature is working out. And we can, by our faith, receive the blessings of God, but we also reach out with the love of Christ and help people to come into the kingdom, too with that new nature. It's just not about receiving the blessings of God, you know, for, for healing and redemption, uh, but it's about giving to others. I think there's a theme along that line tonight. What do you think? So therefore, if any person is engrafted in Christ, the Messiah, he is a new creation, a new creature altogether. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and new has come. The 20th century New Testament says, therefore, if anyone is in union with Christ, he is a new being. His old life has passed away and a new life has begun. New English Bible says, when anyone is united to Christ, there is a new world. The old order has gone. New order has already begun. So we have to leave the past behind us. We have to leave the things of our past and, and, and the concerns and the misgivings and the sins. Just leave it behind us. The issues with marriage, the issues with other people, really just daily giving it to God, leaving it behind us, and then walking out that new nature in Christ because that's who we are. And my friend, the reality of spiritual things should be much more real to us than the re- in, in this physical realm. If we get a revelation of God's love within us, if we get a revelation of the power within us, if we get a revelation of the grace of God within us, we will be able to do what we've been called to do for the kingdom, and then we will stand in front of Christ and give account because it's not about just living on this world and consuming the physical things. We all know that. In the twinkling of an eye, Christ will come and he'll blow that trumpet and we'll all be taken up and we'll meet him in the air and we'll be in front at the throne of God and we will give account. What are we doing with our lives? Are we simply righteous? Or have we done anything with walking that righteousness out? Amen. Amen. Being in Christ. In Christ. A Christian is a new creature in Christ who has been restored to the divine life of God. Through the second Adam, Jesus Christ. Men and women have been restored to dominion or authority to use the grace of God within the heart or the human spirit. Christ lives within us, and now we have access to God's grace within to walk out our redemption, our rights, our privileges in him. Forgiveness, healing, prosperity, complete freedom in him. We could say the Pauline revelation is the amazing revelation of who we are in Christ. See, this is what Paul emphasized. And since he wrote about 75%, of the epistles, I mean, give or take a few, I don't know. 
But it's important what he emphasized. What was it that God emphasized through Paul? The amazing revelation of who we are in Christ. The delegated authority to use the power or God's grace within that we access by using our faith in Jesus' name. And it's just like a policeman that has a badge and he represents that county or that city or that state or, or you know, uh, just on a federal level, you understand? Yeah. And that badge allows him to stop cars, to take people uh, to arrest, to stop, as long as they're within their jurisdiction. And the name of Jesus allows us, and our jurisdiction is redemption and grace to do what we need to do because all of us are called and all of us have gifts and callings within a, a, God has given us a measure of grace to fulfill what he's called us to do. Amen. And go to Romans. You don't have to right now, but if you go to Romans 12, it talks about we all have that measure of faith. Amen. I have a measure of faith to pastor. Yes. I have a measure of faith to minister yes. effectively yes. when we go on the road. You know, so does Pastor Jay. Yes. You have a measure of faith to be a helps minister, yes. to be a Christian, really. Yes. You have a measure of faith. Uh, you, you can use your faith for your departments. Amen. Amen. And, and as pastors, we want to help you. You know, we put you in areas that there's just needs in, but after a while and you're proving yourselves faithful, we watch and see what you're really graced to do, and we endeavor to put you in areas that you're more graced and, and, and you know, just proving yourself faithful. And you have a measure of faith to operate yes. in those things. Yes. If you watched the broadcast last night, Pastor Nancy talked about God wants to confirm his yes. word. Yes. And so she called on several different ministers. And, you know, Pastor Jay was there and ministering to Bones and, and, and to uh, uh, help me out. Autoimmune, Bones and joints. Thank you. And uh, others were ministering to several different things because that's an area that God has endowed them with. You, we can pray for anybody or minister yes. with that tangible healing anointing or pray the prayer of faith, yes. just raw faith, so to speak. Yes. Yes. We, we teach people to receive by faith, whether it's that tangible anointing. Yes. We teach people to receive yes. by faith, whether it's just agreeing together. Yes. Two of us, he's there in our midst. Yes. You understand? But we have a measure of faith to do that. Amen. And we have a measure of faith. There's a, there's a grace within us. All of us are called to help the body, yes. and we've got to find out what we're called to do. But what do we do? We just start out by giving what we have. We just start out by just being a good Christian. Amen. Amen. By walking in love, building the fruit of the Spirit in our lives. Not, not complaining and, and talking negatively about your brothers and sisters in Christ. Giving people an opportunity through prayer. Pray for them. If somebody's treated you uh, wrong, what do you do? You may have to love them from long distance, but you pray for them. Amen. That was all free. So the keys of the kingdom of heaven is our faith in the name of Jesus that unlocks the door to the inward power of God. 
the keys of the kingdom of heaven is our faith in the name of Jesus that unlocks the door to the inward power of God. We have authority to walk in forgiveness. We receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, but then we are new creatures in Christ. The Spirit of Christ lives in us. He's changed that old stony heart into a new heart. But now we are forgiven on a daily basis as Christians. If we miss it, we just say, Father, I'm sorry, and we get back up. We use our grace to believe for forgiveness. We use our grace to access healing and wholeness. We use our grace to, to walk in prosperity. We use our grace to effectively preach and teach to others around us. To exhort, to walk in love, to, to just help other people. And sometimes I've just given people money or blessed them and just say, God bless you. But I don't always give them a salvation message because I'm not always led to do that. But sometimes I do. So, amen. Just be led. And be a giver and let people know where it comes from. Amen. The blessing of God. Yes. In Christ, we have a badge or a name that is above all names. Yes. We live in and we represent the jurisdiction of hev the heavenly kingdom, a kingdom that is of the heart. T.L. Osborne said, no other religions can say what the Christian can. That is, that our God lives in us. The greatest revelation of the Bible is Christ's identification with us and our identification with him. It's reciprocal. He lives in us. We live in him. We have everything that he has in God because we are in Christ. And it's just like if you go into a home, if you own a home, you go in there and you've got everything. You can go into every room and utilize everything in that house. If you want some coffee, you go in there and you use a coffee machine. You need to use the facilities. If you're tired, go use the bed. In Christ, we have the tools and we can go use them and utilize them to accomplish whatever he's called us to do. So why are we sitting on our hands when the grace of God is within us and we're supposed to use our hands to take it and go and do ye likewise? Amen. Romans 8, 9 through 11 Romans 8, 9 through 11. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you. Now if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, he is not his. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. Because we're righteous, right? Yes. Verse 11. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you... He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Yes. Do you need refreshing tonight? At the end of this service, I'm going to ask some leadership to lay hands on individuals for refreshing. Why aren't you going to do it yourself? Because that's how I was just led to do it. And I'll be honest with you, I'm tired tonight. And sometimes if we're physically tired, you know, I, I can yield to the anointing. Don't worry, I'm going to finish pre preaching the message. But I just had it, you know, Carlos and Ann, get ready. That's all I'm saying. All right? Our God did not stay in heaven. He identified with us, became a man, and embraced our condition so we might live in him. 
and he might live in us. The believer's identification with Christ is the glory and the mystery of Christianity. An excerpt from uh, Brother Mark Hankins in The Power of Identification. And if, if you'll accommodate me, I'm going to read this. The Power of Identification. And let me turn there. Go ahead and get a drink if you need it. You're going to need it after hearing this story. This is a wonderful, wonderful illustration. I once read a story about a strange happening in South Louisiana by Charles Perrow in his book, Normal Accidents. Texaco was drilling for oil in Lake Pagnoir in southern Louisiana. The drill was down 1,250 feet when it got stuck. One hour later, the men noticed that the rig was listing badly and they abandoned it. Watching from the shore, they were surprised to see it sink from, from sight. Meanwhile, men working in a salt mine, part of which extended under the lake about 1,300 feet below it, noticed that their area of the mine was flooding and they sounded the alarms. All 51 of them managed to escape as water rushed into the caverns that were 80 feet high and as wide as 40-lane uh, highway. Meanwhile, on the surface, a whirlpool threatened some earth, earth, early morning fishermen and eventually uh, pulled in some barges and tug associated with the drilling. The whirlpool grew in size until it pulled in 65 acres of the Rip Van Winkle Live Oaks Gardens, a tourist attraction. After seven hours, the entire lake, say the entire lake, it once about one mile by two miles had drained into the salt mine. Now listen to this. This is what Reverend Mark Hankins uh, said. Here, an oil rig, a salt mine, an entire lake, and 65 acres of land disappeared when you drill into the phase in Christ. When you drill into the phase, phrase in Christ found in the New Testament, it swallows up your past, your failures, and your old identity. God did in Christ, what God did in Christ is big enough to swallow up what you used to be. The unseen will swallow up the seen. The grace of God is bigger. In every case, what happened to you in Christ is bigger than anything else that has ever happened to you. What happened in the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ will swallow up anything that has happened to you. My friend, if you don't know that you've been swallowed up in Christ, if you don't know that sin has been swallowed up, if you don't so know that your past has been swallowed up, you need another dip. And really, uh, and, and really, that's using your faith to lay down who you were, to lay down your misgivings, to lay down sin consciousness, to lay down intimidation and say, Lord, you swallowed it up. I'm in Christ. I have a new home in him now. I can utilize any tool that I need and accomplish anything that I need to accomplish. There is nothing that anyone in this room cannot accomplish in Christ. But I will remind you, faith works by love. 
That's just thought. What do you need to do? Get the drill out and start drilling? No, drilling Galatians 2.20 and in Romans 6.6, 6, then drilling Ephesians 2.4 and 5 and in Galatians 6.14, drill until you hit something in the realm of the spirit that is bigger than anything that has happened naturally in your life. Amen. Amen. You will hit something in the realm of the spirit that will swallow up your past. It will swallow up any disaster. Not only what happened to you in the past will disappear, but the smell of it will also be gone. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. That was all free. Are you here tonight? I said, are you here tonight? Amen. Hebrews 11.3 says, By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things uh, which are visible. We've talked about this before, but it bears repeating because some of you haven't heard this, but God has an image of us in Christ. The image of who he made us and intended us to be or function for his kingdom. And I wrote this out, so I'm going to read it like I wrote it. We have to get that image in ourselves through seeing ourselves in the world and living out that example or that revelation in Christ. We are in this world, but we are in this world in Christ. And we've got to walk out the reality of who we are in Christ, which is a spiritual reality that we see more so than we see the physical. Walk out the spiritual that you have inside of you. Walk out who Christ says you are in his word. Find yourself in the Bible like Jesus found himself in the scriptures, like Moses found himself and refuse to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Find yourself in who Christ is in your life and who you are in him and start speaking that and start walking that out. In Christ, we have all the tools to accomplish all we have been given in redemption. We access his grace within by faith in Jesus' name. For example, uh, and, and I've already gave you about the house. Amen? Amen. Now, this is something that God gave me, and I, I, I want to I say this. Perspective and position is so important. Perspective and position. Do you know who you are in Christ? Do you know what your position is? that you're seated in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And, and like I've said many times, and I told the students the other day, that doesn't mean you're sitting up on a cloud with a scepter eating Cheetos. All right. <laughs> but what is your position? What is your authority? What's that badge for? It's for the realm uh, of, uh, of authority that he's given you in Christ. What is that? Redemption. Forgiveness, healing, wholeness, the blessing of God, freedom from destruction, and the ability to reach out and help others. Amen? Amen. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He works in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. He who began a good work in you is faithful to complete it. He sees you complete. What are you doing about it? If you want to walk it out, you've got to take the paintbrush of your mouth and start painting that image with your words. Amen. 
The answers brings faith's understanding of the heart and unlocks the door to the treasure of his power that lies within the human spirit of man. We must continually attend to the scriptures in order to be taught and gain a revelation of what and where this grace of life is and how we take hold and use it in order to employ the benefits of our salvation, our redemption in Christ. In Proverbs 4.20, it says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and they are health to all their flesh. They are life to those who find them. They are life to those who... And people are coming to the church to find the true reality of really who they are in Christ. Not how we can do all the natural social things. And sometimes people want us to just be one big social club. But the word and the spirit and the reality of this is we've got to find the power of God to do all things through Christ so we can take this message, so we can uh, lay hands on the sick. And they recover. Whether we have a tangible healing anointing or whether we just do it in faith because it says, go and lay hands on the sick. Whether it's at the Walmart or at the Walgreens or wherever at your job. Amen. Finding something takes an active stance of hearing, gaining knowledge of where it is, and to possess with a firm grip in order to apply or use what is found. Luke 4.1, again, we said this, Jesus, he wasn't able to be distracted by the devil's distractions. Why not? Because he found himself in the scriptures. He he saw himself in what Isaiah had prophesied. God would change names to what he saw them to be. What's your name? Disabled? Dorky? Is that a word anymore? What's your name? Tired? Oppressed? Change your name. Get an image of yourself, an image of the reality of who you are in Christ. And in order for it to become a physical reality, it's got to be a spiritual reality first. Change the oppression of a physical wrong reality change it by the real spiritual reality and then you'll get the outcome of a good physical reality what was that you just said pastor Debbie change it change your name Philippians 3 7 Paul found himself in Christ see yourself the way that God sees you We are to renew our minds with the word of God. Moses found out that he was a Jew of the children of Israel. What did he do? It says in Hebrews 11.24. I know I'm going fast, but we got to end here in a little bit. Hebrews 11.24. By faith Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he he looked to the reward. One translation says he refused the title. Your family may have put certain things in you. They may have emphasized volleyball on Wednesday nights. I mean, mom and I walk, we we, uh, drive by and they're playing baseball on Sunday mornings. 
You didn't used to see that. What are we supposed to do? Change church to three o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday? I mean, nothing would accommodate. They're always going to find something else natural to put in the way. But if we put spiritual things first, then the things that we need to change in our life will change and bring right things into our life. But we've got to see ourselves with a spiritual reality. We've got to see ourselves who we are in Christ. And when we see ourselves as healed and we start calling our bodies healed and whole and start calling our finances blessed and start planting seeds toward that and calling it, we are using our tongue with that paintbrush and we're, we're painting a picture of who we see ourselves in Christ in the scriptures. And it's changing the wrong things and it's bringing them through uh, 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 the, the spiritual and then you're getting the outcome that you need. Amen? Really, one person said, take it through the cross. But Jesus has rose from the dead. So don't just stop at the cross. We are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. We've got to get an image of ourselves. Do you understand that we live in a natural realm? And many people, that's where they're living right now. But they're living in oppression. They're, they're, or they're just living in the happiness of day to day. But if they want to change that, they need to get a reality of who they are in Christ. And then you will get a different outcome in this world. Healing and health. And that's a manifestation of physical things. But you're not going to get the better if you are just going to stay in the worse. If you're just going to stay in what this world has to offer, take it through the cross and who you are in Christ and let it be changed so that you can affect this world for the kingdom of God. You don't look for who you are in Christ by looking at your past, looking at others, what they see, what they think about you. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says, While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. While we do not look at the things which are seen, are present, but at the things which are not seen, the spiritual. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are not seen are eternal. For we walk by faith, not by sight. Before we can walk, we must see what road of the scripture we need to stand on. Hebrews 11.3 in the message, By faith we see the world called into existence by God's word, what we see created by what we don't see. When we have revelation, this is something I wrote down, when we have revelation or understanding of the promises uh, for us in God's word, we must then speak them out in order to bring them forth Uh, bring them from the realm of the spirit into the realm of the natural. We're changing natural things by the spiritual things, and then our world here will be a better natural world. I've said that many times over, and I hope you understand that many people live day to day what they've lived, what they grew up, that's what they speak, that's, uh, that's what they do, but when they find out who they are in Christ, they've got to take it through who they are in Christ now. Yes. Yes. Amen. 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 
you still live in a natural world, if you want better things, health, healing, financial blessing, it's not all spiritual, but it comes from the spiritual realm and affects the natural. That's called manifestation. James 1.4, but let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And I'm going to leave this with you. I'm going to read this because I just like the way it's, it's uh, God gave me to write it out. We can see a picture of Yellowstone Park. But it is not until we read and study about what that picture means that we have an understanding. And it is only when we go and see for ourselves with the knowledge of what we have learned and read that we get a first-hand experience of the, of the plains, the mountains, the lakes, the geysers, the bears, etc., when we are there in person, we see a much fuller picture, one that we personally experience and gain more understanding for our own personal lives. When we go there and start walking the paths, climbing the mountains, fishing the lakes, then we are gaining an understanding that just a picture or a book can never tell. We are applying, you see, you started out with the knowledge of a book. And then you wanted to know the real. We're talking about spiritual things. Yes. We're using Yellowstone as an example. But let me finish here and we'll, we'll, we'll just talk about that for a minute. I have personally experienced firsthand, have walked the roads, so to speak. Now I have a wisdom that comes by gaining knowledge, applying my understanding of that knowledge and painting my own picture that brought me wisdom. Been there, done that. When you look at a picture, you see a natural phenomenon. But it's not until you put yourself into that picture or go there firsthand that you're going to see a 360 degree. The word is what we have to jump into to find ourselves, to see ourselves, to see a 360. We are looking, when we're looking at the world's way, we're just getting a textbook, mental picture. We see what we need to. It's the knowledge of God's word. We're reading the scriptures, but we've got to get a revelation. How do you do that? You become one with the word. How do you become one with the word? You start saying what God has said about you. You paint a picture of the reality of who you are in Christ by start saying it and saying it and saying it. And then you start believing it. And then you will start walking it out. And it will change this physical realm. Yes. Amen. Amen. You started by just a mental knowledge. Yes. You took it through who you were in Christ. Yes. You became one with God's word. You paint the picture of that. You get the image of that in your spirit. You say it so much that you can't disbelieve it anymore. Nobody can take your bone away from you. Like a bulldog with a bone. They can't take it away from me because I have a revelation of who I am in Christ. And there's nothing that God will withhold from me if I will trust him and take it through who I am in Christ, through the cross, who I am in Christ. It will change my outlook. And I'll get a, I'll see Yellowstone Park like I've never seen it before. 
And when I go back and look at a picture, baby, it's nothing like the real thing. Why don't you stand up? We'll keep meditating. We'll keep looking at that so we can bring it, make it more simple. I, I, I hope that that was simple enough. I, because we're living in the knowledge of this realm. But if we want to change where we are and come to the full, complete picture of who we are in Christ, we've got to take things through his word. We've got to start seeing it. We've got to start painting the image on our spirit by speaking it out and doing what the Holy Ghost has told us to do. And then you, you won't be able to tear it away from me. And we'll see the manifestation. We don't, have to be about, we don't have to be all about the manifestation. God will manifest it because it's real to us now. The spiritual realm is more real than this physical realm any day of the week. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If you're in here tonight and you're just dealing with some tiredness or maybe some oppression, maybe sickness, he comes and, and he heals the brokenhearted. Amen. If there's anything that you just need a jump start, you just need some help, Carlos and Ann are going to come up here and they're going to lay hands on you. And impart to you refreshing anointing. If it's only a few people, if it's a whole church, I don't care. Amen. But that's just the way the Lord dealt with me to do it. Amen. So if that's you, you could just come up here. If there's anything you're dealing with and, and uh, they're just going to lay. And, and they're going to impart to you. Come here, Carlos. Receive the anointing. Thank you, Lord. Receive the anointing. Now go ahead and and, and, you know, you don't have to ask them what they're dealing with. Just minister by the anointing. Amen. Amen. I am the God that he left me. I am the Lord, your healer.
had you on my heart and I just want to let you know because you and your family have pressed in things are changing things are moving so don't go by what you see in this physical realm but just take it through who you are in Christ and keep speaking it and you will see the benefits of that in the name of Jesus hallelujah don't be discouraged by the natural things and when it seems like doors are shut you just back off and you speak it by it just just meditate on the word you just speak it nate you come here nate somebody else stand behind her and and you just speak that word and you will see the change amen you know it looked like the door was shut for a house at this point we were just we were happy about the townhouse but i'll be honest with you pastor jay was sitting in that townhouse he's just like he knew this wasn't it. I'm talking about for the house. It, it was right, and it's a nice townhouse, and it's a beautiful place, and it's right, it, it's right for, for a church office and, and for, for some lodging, but it wasn't what was supposed to be our main house. And he knew that. So God, then it was not even a day or two later, he brought it about. It What looked like in the natural, like all the doors were shut, and we were just thanking God, thank you for a house. I, I mean, I didn't care if it came in six months or a year, but we were thanking God for a house. <laughs> Don't be moved by what you see. Speak it in reality. And you'll see the physical come to pass. Speak it in that spiritual realm. Speak it in from that spiritual realm. Bring it out. And then you'll see the manifestation in this natural. Amen? Hallelujah. 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 I am the God that he left thee.
I don't know if Vanessa's watching tonight. She is. But Vanessa, I want to say something to you. The Spirit of God started talking to me. And the thoughts, now I'm not saying, every mother feels this way at one point that's, that has a child, okay? The thoughts coming to you, bombarding you, it's like, I don't know if this child was a good thing or not. And the tiredness and the things I'm dealing with. In the name of Jesus, I speak refreshing into you. And I say that things turn for you. Get your focus on who you are in Christ and who that child is in Christ. And your perspective will change and you're going to see it easier in this natural realm. You're going to see it easier. And like I said, every mom that's pregnant deals with that. And don't ask me what that's like, but I've, I've heard some things. Okay? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's changing in Jesus' name. It's changing. Vanessa, your blessing does, and we need your faith. So take that. Take that from the spirit realm. You call into being, and you're going you're gonna to be refreshed. You're going to be refreshed. And, you know, I've, I've told you, use wisdom. I mean, you don't have to be superwoman. Use wisdom. But uh, it's changing. It's changing. We're going to sing that one more time. I am the God. Thank you.